This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to The Scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago's Sports Radio 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. And we are back, hour two of the scorecard here on the score, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. The tour in Napa Valley this week, a little California music. Oye, como va, Barry? We like Santana, and uh, this is certainly some good California music for us to enter our second hour. Yeah, Carlos Santana, born in Mexico, raised in California. So that was a good uh, import. That was great. Absolutely. Uh, what a great, uh, what a great album. Uh, I, I don't remember the name of it, but it was awesome when it came out. <laughs> I just it, remember playing it. <laughs> I, I, I recall the song uh, very well, and uh, uh, we will uh, get more California music as we go on. It is this time is a now, classic though. rock. This is a lesson in classic rock here. That's uh, right. We, in addition to, uh, in addition to uh, having golf. We, we sprayed all fields here on the scorecard, and uh, we will now head on out to the uh, Circa Resort and Casino Hotline in Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book, and there we find the CEO of Kemper Sports, Steve Skinner, joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Steve. Speaking of classic rock, Steve Skinner, how are you, my man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. It sounds like we need Lynn Bramer on this morning. <laughs> that would be there. You he, go. He, he might be. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you know. He'd probably he do would, it. I think he'd appreciate uh, the, the the musical uh, selections. I think he'd be down with I, it. Uh, but I, I he's probably yeah. sleeping in though. This is his day off, so he's probably not <laughs> not listen to this. I'm sure he rec- catches it on the Monday morning uh, 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 e-, e blast from the CDGA where we uh, we put this uh, show up. Uh, uh, for everybody's uh, enjoyment in case they missed it on Saturday. But anyway, Steve, uh, great to talk to you. Um, I thought it'd be great to have you on because we talked so much last year about the boom, uh, golf boom as a result of the pandemic. And um, anecdotally, I think people kind of have a feeling that um, earlier in the season, it was the same. It was just crazy, going crazy. And um and I don't know if it's the same now. Maybe it's getting a little bit looser. I talked to somebody the other day who said he went out and played a public course on the North Shore and uh, said, yeah, it was 3.30. We got out there, played three hours, and uh, there weren't a lot of people. So you are, you know, Kemper Sports manages uh, golf courses all over the country from the high-end resorts like Abandoned Dunes and a Sand Valley, you know, to regular mi- municipal courses. Can you just give us kind of the overview of what's uh, of what's happening in the industry this right now? 
Yeah, no, great. I, I appreciate that. It's really been a uh, an amazing uh, 16, 18 months since March, April of last year, really May when we got reopened. And as you mentioned, last year, uh, you couldn't get a tea time anywhere. We were uh, <laughs> we were overrun, and it's, it's really continued. The exciting thing is that excitement and involvement in the game really conti- has continued this year. If we compare 2021 to 2019, uh, rounds of golf are up 20, 25 percent uh, most places, which is uh, which is exciting to see. I, I think later in the summer, as we got to August, people started traveling again, and people are taking family vacations. So you might have seen uh, a little softness from 2020 when it was so crazy that you couldn't get on the golf course. But uh, play is really strong, so uh, it continues. We think we've. Uh, there been a lot of new people come to the game. A lot of people that left the game came back to the game last year, and we're hoping uh, hoping they will stick. So, daily fee plays been strong. The other thing we've really uh, is a good sign for the golf business is membership at private clubs uh, is way up, probably twenty twenty five percent in uh, most places, and those show a real uh, real commitment to golf. Right, and and I think you you might have mentioned uh, that that there was a certain demographic uh, of of people in this country who were not joining country clubs, and uh, but I think uh, they're coming, they're they're finally because of the pandemic, maybe they're they're joining clubs again. What what who is that? Who are those people? Yeah, it's re- it's really what we're seeing both in play. It's the younger demographic. If you look back, uh, you know, ten years ago, the what the golf was missing were the uh, millennials and now Gen Xers, the younger demographic, just weren't playing at the same rate as our generation played at at that age, say 22 to 34. And that really, uh, play really jumped up. So we're seeing them uh, play. We did a survey uh, across the country, Kemper Sports did, of uh, new golfers, and found that uh, the percentage of young people playing was a lot greater than it has been in the past. And those are the same people during the clubs. I think you see you know, the strong demand in real estate, uh, joining a uh, or buying a home in a golf club development is now hot again throughout the country, whether that's, you know, here in Chicago or in destination, resort destinations. So uh, we're seeing more women play. We're seeing more young people play, which is great for the game. Talking with Steve Skinner from Kemper Sports here on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Uh, and Steve, uh, I know Kemper Sports has been around for what forty-something uh, years now, and uh, you operate, as Barry said, uh, many, many facilities from from the highest of high end to to municipal courses. How has that worked? Because I know this is a family-owned business that uh, you've you've developed since uh, your forming there in 1978, all the way up till till present day, where you're you're managing, I think it's 120 facilities. Yeah, no, it's it's been great. It's been a great run. It all started with the development of Kemper Lakes Golf Course, and the company was founded by Jim Kemper Jr., who was then the CEO of Kemper Insurance, and Steve Lesnick, uh, who worked with Jim at Kemper Insurance, and Mr. Kemper passed away several years ago, but uh, the tradition has continued with uh, with Steve, uh, who is our founder and still our chairman, and uh, it's been great. We've been very fortunate. We work with a lot of great Partners are a lot of great courses around the country and have been able to put together a, a group of people that are passionate about the game of golf, passionate about customer service, and think we have a good understanding of 
what golfers want, whether that is the local uh, community golf course or a high-end destination. So it's uh, it's a great group of people and a and a fun company. Uh, Steve, what do you see now? I know that uh, we we talk every week to uh, golf pros on they have on the show to give their swing thoughts, and I know in talking to them, they're all backed up. They they have no ability to give any lessons it's just crazy people are just uh, uh, flocking to the game and, and trying to get a little bit better at it how do you uh, what do you foresee i mean is there any way it's hard to predict anything uh, and the experts are always wrong etc as we know about everything it seems and uh, but what do you foresee in the in the how far out do you project as a business and and what are you guys foreseeing well, you know, that's a great point you make about instruction. Uh, our instruction business throughout the country is up 70% from 2019 wow. to 2021 to show you how busy and the it's number crazy. of lessons being given, uh, which is which is great for the game. I, I think those are all signs. You know, there's a lot of people saying, well, it's just, just temporary when people go back to work. Well, they leave the golf course. But, you know, I think, one, people have fallen in love with the game of golf again and a lot of new players in the game and i think with the flexibility with the work environment that's the one thing we saw during the pandemic that one of the busiest times of the day were weekdays from two o'clock to say six o'clock as people finished up the work day maybe a little earlier because they're working from home they don't have to commute you know to and from the office and save a couple hours a day and we're able to run out and play nine holes so uh you know, I think the combination of that, people taking lessons, I think joining country clubs shows a commitment uh, to the game, which I think is great for the game. And we're also seeing it in our destination resorts, uh, whether it's Stringsong, Vanden Dunes, Sand Valley, Golden Horseshoe, wherever they may be around the country, Chambers Bay, that, that the play there and the business has been off the charts. And we see that well. They book out, you know, a year in advance. So we're seeing strong bookings into next year uh, as well. So we think this kind of new boom in golf has some real legs to it and some strengths to it and will last uh, for several years. Hopefully, you know, as you, as you both know, you know, once you get addicted to the game, especially at a young age, you kind of play for a lifetime. So we're hoping this uh, will take us for a whole generation of uh, golfers. Right. Yeah, no doubt, Steve. And, and, and I think the, the, the nice thing about you mentioned the remote work is a lot of companies uh, becoming way more flexible with, uh, you know, how people are doing their jobs. You don't have to necessarily be sitting there clocked in from nine to five or whatever your hours are. You could you could do the same work in the evening that you did in the afternoon and you can get away for exactly as you said. And I know I, a lot of people are doing exactly what you're saying. They're taking advantage of the flexibility and golf is certainly one of those things that you can you can fit uh, very nicely right into your day, especially when it's beautiful outside. Yeah, no, it's great. We've even, you know, you even occasionally take a conference call from the, uh, you know, behind the tree. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. From the golf cart yeah. while you're while you're yeah. ordering while you're ordering your gin and tonic from the cart girl. It's awesome. <laughs> exactly. But the other thing we're seeing is a lot of families play, and I think that's good because you know golf is such a uh, a great way to spend time with friends and families. And as you know, through the pandemic, social circles have kind of shrunk and there's not a safer place to be 
as we always said uh, in the early days of getting the golf courses back open again, you have 200 acres and about a hundred people out there. So there's not from a COVID perspective, there's not a safer place to be uh, than on a golf course. Well, it's terrific. Uh, a, a lot of horrible things about the pandemic, but the one thing it did do that was, there's always positives when you have a negative uh, that it introduced people who might not have otherwise uh, played golf to a great game and as you said families and so now perhaps it's got it's probably got some legs it looks like it does and uh and if you're getting uh, children involved um uh that's a that's a really good thing for the for future generations yeah and i think we have some great young players as, as you guys know on the on the pga tour and some excitement and some different players and Maybe even a little controversy on the tour, which everyone loves a little competition. <laughs> and I think that brings a lot of uh, attention to the game as well. And, uh, and you know, the other thing we're doing, we're really working with the PGA of America and the PGA Tour on opening up. We've got a program we call All Welcome, which is really opening up our facilities and being more welcoming to people from all walks of life, you know, all diverse cultures, and not just be about the traditional golfer, but really bring a, a wider uh, swath of people to the game, uh, be they male women, be they minorities, uh, and the like. And I think that's uh, we're seeing an uptick in that as well, and just taking a different approach to the game, making it fun, making it a welcoming environment uh, for everyone. Talking with Steve Skinner, a few more minutes here, the uh, CEO of Kemper Sports, joining us on the scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. And you mentioned it uh, during our chat here, Steve, uh, and it's on the website too, KemperSports.com, all over the place. Customer service, passion for the business. Uh, how does that, when you say customer service in, you know, when you're managing these higher-end uh, uh, resorts and, and golf courses like Bandon Dunes, how, how does that go into, because I mean, I know people, that this is their, you know, their, their bucket list vacation. This is their annual, you know, me vacation, your guys weekend, whatever it is. Uh, I, I imagine the customer service is a huge aspect of, of what you guys are doing. Yeah, it really is. And, and we really try to keep it simple. We tell our staff to be genuine, helpful, and friendly. And to, uh, at every turn, understand that this is people's bucket list. And just go out of the way to be themselves, but also have fun in the environment and, and understand the, the golfer, which I think our staff does. And, you know, we try to hire people that have that uh, friendly attitude and enjoy being around people. And then we train them uh, in the job and really do everything we can to understand it's a, it's a special experience. One of the best things about being in the golf business is everyone who's coming out, no one's coming out to have a bad day. Everyone's coming out to have fun. <laughs> yep. uh, at least they, at least until they, you know, block that first tee shot in the woods. But, uh, they're, uh, they're out there to have fun. And so you make it our most successful facility. The staff is having fun together and having fun with the guests and uh, really making it all about the experience. Well, and I can certainly attest to that uh, multiple uh, facilities that I've been to managed by Kemper Sports, the Sand Valley, just the people up there, are just tremendous, uh, the staff, et cetera. And, uh, and then this past week out at Cantini in uh, Wheaton, uh, which you've been managing for several years now, uh, Terry Hanley uh, doing a great job out there. Uh, we had a cool uh, Kemper Invitational uh, out there, which is one of the great uh, outings of all time, I think. And uh, the people couldn't have been nicer. And, the, of course, the food was 
out of this world. Uh, your food and beverage manager, Chris, whose last name I forget, sorry. Uh, Chris Peters, such, yeah. yeah Chris Peter did just such a tremendous job in, uh, in, uh, in, in hosting that event. And uh, like you say, friendly people are, uh, is the most important thing. But the food was good, too. <laughs> that doesn't, the golf is good, the food is good. But yeah. uh, in the end, it's about the people you're playing with and the people you're serving. Yeah, no, we're very lucky. We have a great relationship out of Cantini with the McCormick Foundation. It's just a great, great facility, and uh, we have a great team out there. Yeah. Well, Steve, we, we really appreciate your time this morning. I think you hit it right on the head. I mean, we, we love talking about the competitive golf on this show, but for – you know, for you and I and every most everyone else out there listening to us, right, uh, for us, a game of golf is a, a great way to spend a day, a great round, a nice social uh, outing, and and nobody's out there to have a bad time. And uh, we're glad uh, to, to talk to you and uh, the people, uh, the folks at uh, Kemper Sports helping us have that good time out on the golf course. Well, great. Well, thanks for the time, and thanks to you guys for all you do for the game. And uh promote it and keep people playing. It's a uh, going to be a great weekend to play a little more golf. Exactly. Thanks so much, Steve. We'll, we'll be in touch soon. All right. All right. Thank Take you. care, guys. Take care. That is Steve Skinner. He is the CEO of Kemper Sports, kempersports.com, if you'd like to visit their website. But uh, they manage uh, lots of different uh, resorts uh, and municipal golf courses as well. And I think that's great. I mean, that's that's what I like about golf, Barry. And I know I am I am in the very casual golfer category uh, in terms of uh, you know if you if you had to put us on a, a scale of where we sit from super competitive uh, you know PGA pro to uh, casual golfer, I am definitely in the casual side. But <laughs> but truly, no. I mean, a, a nice day at the course or at the club. Um, you know, you play your round. It's a, it's a whole day. You enjoy the weather. You enjoy your company. Uh, and, and it's a nice, it's a, it's a wonderful way to get away from whatever stresses there are. Lots of people have picked up the game during the pandemic, and uh, it's a great release, and it's a lot of fun. And I know uh, uh, a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Uh, you can you just get away from everything, and it is a form of exercise, believe it or not. That's I, uh, <laughs> you know, that's true. People, I think people, I think think that in order to have exercise, you have to be. Uh, 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 you know, running a marathon or jogging or doing something, you know, that's active. You know, we think of sports as being, uh, we don't, a lot of people don't think of golf as a sport, right? It's either football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever. Those are the, sp- that's what, those are real, in soccer even, well, and uh, uh, those are considered real sports, quote unquote, because people are running around, um, and tennis, mm-hmm. of course, uh, golf. It's like, oh, well, all you do is walk around and hit a ball. Well, you do walk around, so that's exercise. Even if you're in a cart walking around, uh, yep. you're still walking to and from your ball, tee to green, green to tee, et cetera. Um, and you are swinging a club, and there is effort in that. So um, it, is a, it is a sport, and, so, um, you, and there is exercise involved. And so, uh, believe me, if you play four rounds, these, these guys that are playing on the PGA Tour – they're playing a pro-am on Wednesday. Then they play four days in a row. Yep. Uh, so they're playing a lot of holes of golf uh, in in that week. And some of them are playing on Monday, and they practice on Tuesday. So, you know, there's yep. a lot going on with them. And so uh, it is uh, it is a great way to, to get some exercise and, uh, and uh, you know, have a good time. Yep. And, and, you know, you can drink while you're doing it, which That's- is... Well, a lot of people really love, you know. 
it's the 12 ounce curls. You're getting your, your exercise in with the, with the, no. And you know what, listen, I, and I always joke around and, and I am not minimizing people taking their steps every day, but the nice thing about being on the golf course, you don't even have to count. You just know by playing 18 holes, you're going to wind up walking way more than your steps for the day. Right? Well, and the thing about it is, I, I mean, during the pandemic, I'm out walking around the neighborhood and oh my God, you know, it's just so friggin' boring. I don't even care that I'm listening to a podcast that some good podcast that I like. You know, at least when you're on the golf course, there's a sense of purpose to it. You, you know, it's a it's a hunter-gatherer type of a feeling, right? You you hit the ball and then you go find it, and then you hit it again, and there's a certain uh, there's a certain goal involved on each on each shot. And you're not just walking around. Oh, I think I'll go, I think I'll go downtown to this street. I'll look in the windows, and you know, it's just boring, boring to just walk to me. Um, but anyway, golf is sort of a better alternative I, it, it <laughs> much is better. It, it much better and we and we digress because we've gotten way off the beaten path here but yes yeah, we, oh yeah. we 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 enjoy we enjoy our our days out on the course and and barry i have to read you this text because uh, so so our listenership is definitely looking forward to your coverage your live coverage of the Ryder cup next week uh-huh. because as as peoria matt texan he says Barry needs the John 316 shirt and the rainbow wig so that we can distinguish you from exactly. the other media there. So I think you show up there. We'll, we'll know it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wig could be a thing. I, I could get an Ian. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen they have an Ian Poulter hat where they have the wig and his hair, uh, the blonde hair sticking up on his Titleist visor? Uh, but uh, no, I won't be wearing that either because, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we'll have to have some some kind of signage. That might be a good thing. We'll, we'll work on that, Matt. Uh, we, we definitely want to be able to pick Barry out of the crowd. Uh, we, we need to take a quick time out. When we return, we will actually talk about the Ryder Cup and not what Barry is going to wear, but the actual uh, <laughs> golf that is set to take place between Team USA and and the European team as well. We will talk to Ron Green Jr. from the Global Golf Post at 740 as we wind things down here. An hour two of the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. It's Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito, right here on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
And we are back here on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito, and Grateful Dead music as uh, <laughs> we're touring in Napa Valley. Barry, I can't think of a better band. And they were just here, Dead and Company, uh, I want to say, at Wrigley Field, right? So uh, so there yeah. you go. It's, they're, uh, still, it's cons- uh, they're still not dead. Uh, so, as, as Willie Nelson <laughs> right. uh, saw, recently made a song called Still Not Dead, which is good, uh, although Jerry Garcia is, uh, uh, God rest his soul. He has he has been gone for, what, 25 years now? And yeah, the dead, it's been a long time. Let's watch what I do here, Barry. They keep trucking along, do the oh, dead and company. Oh, wow. Hey, hey. Unbelievable. You know, <laughs> wow. Maybe we get, wow. Maybe there's something for you on the FM dial, Mike. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> way, you know, way back. In po- po- you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out living Thank your you, pre and post game. You're, you know, you're out right. living the Cubs pre and post. So, there you go. Well, <laughs> we we are back, and I digress from all of my musical <laughs> thoughts and bad jokes. We are back here on the score on the scorecard, uh, and it's Ryder Cup week, so we actually uh, do have plenty to talk about. Uh, and uh, we we talked a little about the Brooks Kepkin news uh, earlier this week, but but as we head on down the uh, you know, down to the wire here, Barry, as, as we get right up into uh, Ryder Cup week. And, you know, you mentioned Steve Stricker and, you know, he's, you know, everyone likes and respects Stricker. I know he uh, has done uh, his best along with, uh, you know, the uh, uh, advisors, you know, other people that he leans on in, in picking this team. And uh, he certainly has a, a nice mix. But as you pointed out, and you've said this uh, several times over the last several weeks, the way that the course is going to play, he has lots of long-distance drivers, uh, long big hitters on this team. He does, and uh, one of the more controversial picks that he made was um, Scotty Scheffler, um, uh, who he, he actually won the uh, the Evan Scholars Invitational here at the Glen Club a couple of years ago, and uh, a big great star for the uh, University of Texas. Um, and he, but he, he's a big dude. I mean, if you ever saw him in person, you'd go, mm-hmm. how come he's not playing tight end for the, for the Cowboys or or the Bears or not the Bears, but we think they've got five tight ends, but, uh, you know, he's just a big <laughs> dude and he hits at a mile. So, um, uh, Stricker picked him and, um, and the, the other guys that he picked were, were, are really big hitters and, uh, um, as opposed to picking a guy like Kevin Na, who's a great putter, um, but but he doesn't hit it real far. Uh, he's more of a, 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 a he's an accuracy guy. And uh, when we were up playing uh, Whistling Straits, the caddies pointed out a couple of uh, fairways on the golf course that Stricker asked them to widen a little bit. And so uh, if it's a if it's a, a nice day, if we get some three nice days in a row where there's not a lot of wind. Uh, the Americans are probably going to just trample the Europeans, and and Paul McGinley said that. Paul McGinley, uh, uh, the Euro captain, said uh, former Euro captain for a f- couple of uh, Ryder Cups in a row, said, you know, if it, if it's an if it's nice weather and they can bomb the ball, um, they're going to probably win. But you know, Whistling Straits is kind of an Irish links uh, setup, uh, the mm-hmm. way that Pete Dye designed it. So if there's a lot of wind and if there's some rain and some, uh, uh, you know, uh, where the Europeans are more maybe a little bit more accustomed to that, um, the Europeans might have a, a chance. Uh, so 
be interesting to see. And I know Ron uh, had a column, Ron Green, who we're going to talk to in a few minutes, had a column recently that he really thought that uh, Stricker got those picks right. And, uh, of course, there's always uh, uh, dissenting views on that. So we'll we'll talk to Ron a little bit about that. But I, I kind of agree with Ron that, that he did get the picks right. Yeah, no, and, and we've talked about it, uh, too, with uh, with the makeup of the team and, you know, how much does the whole – you know, do they get along thing work, you know, specifically yeah. Kepka and DeChambeau, but, but really with everyone and, and, you know, team cohesion and them meshing in this short period of time and how much does that matter? Do they just go out and play golf? I mean, there's a, there's a lot to that. And, and I guess uh, Stricker and, and his vice captains, uh, certainly some very well-respected vice captains like uh, Freddie Couples and Jim Furyk and Phil Mickelson out there uh, that, that will, will help, right. Uh, kind of, pull the sled all in the same direction right and he's got a bunch of good good guys on the team um uh, among his picks you know jordan spieth you couldn't find a better guy he's really tight with uh, justin thomas they were three and one in paris where you know one a Ryder cup where the uh the europeans just shellacked the americans just crushed the americans um but spieth is back so he'll be probably paired with justin thomas uh, xander Schauffele, great young guy tony fino everybody loves tony daniel berger good dude harris english quiet uh the, the you know the uh t- tall silent type uh who's good guy and, and shuffler these guys are going to get along great and uh yeah hopefully the brooks and and the dechambo thing will be buried and uh uh, in that we won't hear about that. I hope so, right? I mean, this, this... yeah, I mean, and hopefully, yeah, I mean, you know, you're playing for your country, so you know what? Uh, for a week, just uh, get off the social media and, and you know, try to be quiet. And 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 if any, if they if they ever actually want this to end, I mean, isn't this the perfect opportunity for them to to walk? Out? I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I think this is going to happen, but to to walk out together and say, listen, this is dumb. It's gone on far enough. You know, yeah. there's no more beef here. Let's 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 stop it with this or I something along those lines. I, right? I don't know. I don't know that they would walk out and do that. I think. No, I don't gonna, think they would. I think they're just going to shut up and play. I think. And so. and I think the social media will be uh, will be quiet. Um, um, and uh, I know Greg Norman, <laughs> Greg Norman called for, uh, suggested that uh, if he were captain, he would put DeChambeau and Kepa. Kepka together as a pairing and I'm like well that's that's a little bit like what Hal Sutton did uh, years ago in the Ryder Cup when Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson were not getting along but he paired them together and they had a, a great failure so I don't foresee uh, no. the uh, the Kepka DeChambeau pairing I know some people think that'd be good but uh, I think they're both gonna gonna shut up and play which is good and yep. uh, they won't be they will not be paired together uh, but there's plenty of people that uh, that wouldn't mind playing with Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, my God, the guy hits a 340 off the tee, and he will. If anybody can, you know, can can play at Whistling Straits, it's him. And guys like Dustin Johnson on the team, uh, they can, you know, they'll muscle it around. Uh, Jordan Spieth, you know, he's considered, you know, kind of short, quote unquote short. He only he hits it only 300 yards off the tee. I mean, and the same with Chaffele and these other guys. Uh, you know, they're considered short, which is crazy. Because I remember when John Daly won the 1991 PGA, he was hitting at 300 yards off the tee, and it was like, oh my God, Paul Bunyan oh is on the PGA yep. Tour. I mean, it was crazy. Yep. So well, and 
We will have lots more Ryder Cup discussion next with Ron Green Jr. from the Global Golf Post. Uh, Ryder Cup uh, coming up next week. Barry will be live up there at Whistling Straits. We will talk to Ron Green Jr. about all things Ryder Cup next, right here on The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We are back here on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. And before we head on out to talk Ryder Cup with Ron Green Jr., we want to remind you to log on to cdga.org slash contest. Register to win a CDGA starter pack. In the pack, you get an imperial hat, towel, and zero friction super tube with spectrum mat, balls, tees, and a universal fit glove. Everything you need for your season, cdga.org slash contest. Now and is Mike, our pleasure. Mike, yes, Mike I just want to mention one thing before we go to Ron. Um, sure. I just, you know, this is our probably our last two-hour show. We're going to have a show next week, which is going to be an hour. But I just wanted to thank um, uh, the CDGA for supporting this show, making it possible, and also sure. uh, the Illinois PGA for, for supporting us. They're two uh, uh, really cornerstones of the golf industry in the Chicago area and uh, and and. and you know, all of our listening area, really. So I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to those two organizations. They, they both uh, do a lot for the game um, in the Chicago area and in, uh, you know, in, in the Chicago district, which expands, which is, you know, from the, uh, the Wisconsin state line all the way down into central Illinois. So we just sure. wanted to thank those two organizations before we go to run. Right. No, and I know you won't do this, so I'll do it for you. The Chicago District Golfer Magazine, which you edit, is fantastic. And I know the membership gets uh, copies of that. I get that here, and it is a wonderful read and a must for golf fans. So certainly, uh, cdga.org, and our thanks to the Chicago District uh, Golfer uh, and the Chicago District Golfer Magazine for all that they do for us here on The Score and for our show. And now... We will go talk Ryder Cup. We jump on out to the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Ron Green Jr. joins us, the senior writer from the Global Golf Post. And, Ron, good morning. We really appreciate it. Good morning. Hope all guys. Everything's good, Ron. Thank you so much. It's going to be an exciting week uh, next week up at Whistling Straits. And uh, as you pointed out in your in your piece on uh, about Steve Stricker's picks, um, Europe has won nine of the last Ryder Cups. That's that's. I think we lose track of that sometimes. And uh, just how dominant um, they've been uh, in the last uh, I don't know thirty years or so. Yeah, it's it's been pretty one sided. Yes. Uh, I mean, it led to the creation of the famous task force and all that. And, uh, well, here's another chance for the Americans to sort of rewrite the narrative. And uh, uh, there's, there, seems, there seems to be this expectation that we're going to win this time at Whistling Straits. I understand that. I, I don't know that it's certainly not automatic. I think it's going to be a, it's a fascinating leech run-up into this, uh, this Ryder Cup. I think Steve Stricker structured his team to take full advantage of the power, uh, the kind of power golf Americans tend to like to play. Uh, there's going to be room to hit it up there. And uh, I don't know, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to believe it's been three years since France and five years since Patrick Reed sort of shushed the crowd with, with his big performance the last time we won. So, uh, you know, there's nothing like the Ryder Cup. I'm glad it's finally here again. I'm sure others are too. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, the way Whistling Straits plays in September. Uh, 
in in Wisconsin, um, as a, as opposed to um, August when they had the PGA Championship there three times. I mean, Jason Day won the tournament in 2015. He shot 20 under par. Uh, you know, in 2010, uh, Martin Keimer won in a playoff against Bubba Watson, and they shot 11 under par in, in the 72 holes. So, um, uh, it, but it could get real windy. It could rain. It could be cold, and uh, maybe not as bomber friendly as we uh, we anticipate. I was at the PGA that uh, Jason Day won, shot 20 under par, and if anybody's ever been to Whistling Straits. At least I look at that golf course. I don't see 20 under par on it, but uh, he just deconstructed it. I think it'll be different this time. I do think if they're going to allow room to miss off the fairways without it being uh, terribly penalizing. That's something we, the American team, ran into in defense. Uh, you know, they had the thick rough and sort of negated the power advantage. The Americans struggled throughout. I think they will get I hope they have it firm and fast running up there with straight to the but I've looked at the last couple days. The weather forecast looks really, really good, like mid-60s, uh, 10 to 15-mile-an-hour winds, which when you get right there on the lake is going to, uh, I think, could really factor in this. And it uh, doesn't look like rain, at least at this point in the forecast, so it could be ideal conditions. I think uh, I think you love in match play the way yep. players or duos can get on little runs and get going. Such a momentum during it. And I think, if, you know, if there's enough wind, that just element to it. Yep. Uh, and, Ron, we're going to put you on hold for a second there. We have uh, some issues with your phone line. So, Adam uh, Studzinski, our producer, is going to give you a quick call back. Uh, the, the magic of technology that allows us to, uh, uh, to have everyone on, on the phone, uh, sometimes uh, we have to hang up and try again because of phone line <laughs> issues. So that this is one of those. And, uh yeah. And I'm sure we'll be glad to hear Ron without the uh, the, the hesitations in there. But uh, yeah, it is it is looking. I was actually going to mention that it, it's looking like I, I I talked a little about the weather we're having, and obviously Whistling Straits not too far away from us. But the weather looks, you know, fingers crossed uh, for all the weird stuff that can happen at the end of September in in the Midwest. The weather looks promising. The weather looks good. Yeah, well, it, it, we've had some fantastic weather this last month, and, and September can be such, in the Midwest, can be an ideal time to play golf because you don't have the the uh, the humidity, you know, the kind of humidity that we had a couple of weeks ago for you sure. know, for a whole week and a half in a row. It was just uh, unbelievable. I don't know how I don't know how any resort uh, a guest could have played Whistling Straits. It was so hot and uh, very uh, very difficult and humid to play that uh, at, at that time. And then, you know, last couple of weeks ago, it was perfect. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it'll be nice and it will be cool and uh, a little breezy for the boys to uh, to showcase their uh, their skills against the Euros. Yeah, no, and, and I actually that's where I was going to take Ron, and when we get him back on, we will ask him too. I wanted to ask him about Harrington's picks, and we talked a, a little about it earlier. They've got they've got some experience there on uh, on uh, the European team. Right. They uh, picked Poulter, Ian Poulter, of course, uh, iconic um, Ryder Cup player who his uh, world ranking is is not great. Um, and then Sergio Garcia, his, since he won the Masters, he kind of that's uh, been his uh, his career achievement. And so he's right. kind of been uh, uh, seem, seems a little relaxed uh, lately in terms of his golf. But he seems to be the last couple of tournaments he played on the on the PGA Tour, he seemed a little more energized. He shot 
lower scores and uh, 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 made sure that uh, that Harrington saw that he was in decent form yep. so that he could be picked for the right. Yeah. And he is, and we are pleased to welcome uh, Ron Green Jr. back into our conversation. And uh, Ron, we were just talking about the the uh, captain's picks on, on the Europe side and and the experience there. And and Barry was just expounding on Sergio. What did you make of of Harrington's picks? Uh, wasn't really surprised. Sort of thought he did what I would expect him to do. I mean, it wouldn't really be a Ryder Cup without Ian Poulter, would it? Uh, it wouldn't no, seem no. like it. Uh, you know, I think he went for the experience. It's interesting. There, there's so much talk about experience. Does it, how much it matters doesn't matter. I mean, a lot of talk. Stringer has uh, six first-timers on his team at Whistling Straits next week. Is that too many? Well, the Europeans had five first-timers in France two, three years ago and uh, beat us whatever, seven points. And Paul Azinger had, I think, six first-timers when he won at Valhalla. So, uh, I think it's, you get guys who are comfortable, and you know, for all the, the the cogitating and everything we do in advance of the Ryder Cup, I do think it ultimately comes down to who putts the best and plays the best. It, it's probably as simple as that. And I think uh, we just, as Americans, our side has not played and putted as well. But I think there's been a tendency, given the history and the success the Europeans have, that when we get behind, I think the mindset is, uh oh, don't let it happen again. Whereas the Europeans can think, all right, let's go, let's let's put the let's push the gas a little harder now. And I think, you know, you can't just change that automatically. But I think that's that's something the Americans have to work for. They, they, it would really be to their advantage to get off to a quick start on Friday up there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And um, in terms of pairings, uh, Ron, what do you what do you foresee? Who's going to play with? Um, DeChambeau, and then who's going to play with Kepka? Of course, our most controversial guys. Um, and and Spieth, it seems like Spieth would play with Justin Thomas again because they had such a good uh, record in Paris. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you foresee in some of this? Yeah, I would think uh, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth were the best part of the American team in Paris. And I think in a lot of ways, this has probably become their Ryder Cup team in a sense. I think they're maybe the probably the emotional leaders there. Obviously, Stricker is the captain will be too. But I, I think it, they've sort of grown into it. Even though Justin has only played in one, I think they went uh, they were three and one together uh, mm-hmm. when they played. Mm-hmm. So I would see that. I see Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley being paired together. I mean, that'd be a hard. Just, duo to go up against. I just think because they, they're so steady and so good that I, I would feel very good as a captain there. As for DeChambeau, I think that's that's interesting. I, I wouldn't expect that Stricker will send him out an alternate shot. I mean, he's been here in North Carolina this week working on powering, you know, getting more power for this long drive contest he's got coming up after the Ryder Cup. It almost seems like he's putting more emphasis on that than on uh, the Ryder Cup just working yeah. more and more power. I mean, he's he's a different guy. Finding somebody to play with him, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. I mean, could they put DJ with him? I, I think Dustin Johnson, I think I think we figured up his play with nine different players through the Ryder and President's right. Cup. So you could do that. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Daniel Berger and Kepka get paired together. I mean, they both live down there in South Florida, Florida State guys. Um, I, I think that would be a good pairing too. Yeah. It's... Well, great. Well, we'll 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 get an idea of it next next week, uh, Ron, and uh, 
It'll be fun to see you in in the media center. I, I actually managed to get credentials, which is pretty amazing at, at this stage. Good for uh, you, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, very nice that uh, uh, that the PGA gave us credentials from CDGA Magazine. And, of course, the score. So, anyway, well, we'll see you up there next week, Ron. Thanks so much for being on the show. Look forward to being here. Thank you. Thanks. All right, that is Ron Green Jr. from the Global Golf Post. Our other guests, Steve Skinner from Kemper Sports and Don Peeper from the Merritt Club in Libertyville. That is all the time we have for this week. Our thanks also to Adam Studzinski, our fine producer each and every week. Barry, we'll be, I won't be seeing you next week. I'll be talking with you next week because you'll be up at Whistling Straits, and we're looking forward to that. It will, I'll be standing in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> with tinfoil on your head uh, to, to get the uh, the old reception. Exactly. Now, we'll, we'll look we'll look forward to your uh, your reporting uh, next week, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure, and we never have enough time for the scorecard. We we never have enough time, and we are out of it this week. We'll be back at six a.m. next Saturday, Ryder Cup weekend, right here on the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.